have you guys here welcome to our homes <laughs> i was waiting for how you were gonna end that uh yes this is your welcome. virtual home for the next hour and 20 minutes 20 ish we can't commit to an hour and 20 it really fluctuates remember like. those occasions we would be under an hour back in the early days <laughs> i feel like that's because a we didn't know what we were doing. Not that we know now, but you know what I mean. And <laughs> also, there wasn't that much to say about the yeah. early episodes, you know. And we didn't we didn't have our end of episode things our that things, we discuss, our shticks that we mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. each have the yeah. segments, if you will. The, yes, exactly. So yeah. we've really developed over the uh, two years that we've done this. Nearly, yeah. nearly. We quickly approach. Yeah, we do quickly approach. Um, yeah, well, anyway, welcome to The Unknown Subject, a Criminal Minds podcast. Um, I'm Kelsey Paul. I'm Kelly McMasters-Parsons. And uh, we're going to watch some Criminal Minds today. Yes, we are. Season 4, episode 14, Cold Comfort. Cold Comfort. Um, do you remember anything about this episode off the no. top? Okay. I <laughs> kind of do if it's the episode that I'm thinking of, but I will not know until we get into it. Yeah. Um I mean so. based on the description and the title. Yeah. It's a little it's a guy who likes dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. Cold <laughs> comfort. The cold is the body, the comfort is the body. <laughs> Things that make you go boo. Um so yeah, so we'll uh We'll get into it and we'll find out. Is there anything that you need to share at the top of this episode? Um, listen, guys. <laughs> Cassie and I have, have continued watching new se- the new episodes of... Or not new, but new to us episodes of Criminal Minds. So just know... Yes. We're, we're actively watching. Yeah. And we did see season 13, episode 5. If you know, you know. <sighs> if, okay, you know. If, you, if you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> If a certain you... old friend returns. Mm, mm-hmm. An unexpected friend. I can't wait friend. till we get there. An unexpected yeah. friend in a lot of ways. Like, because he's not an unsub that you really think about again. Like, you know what I mean? No, like, yeah, you think it's a one and done. Yeah. yeah. It's but, it's unexpected, but but great. Like, I can't I, wait until we get there. I, I know. I can't wait until Nine we get there. Nine seasons to go. A million seasons to go until we are watching season 13 on the podcast. But, man, it's good. And, yeah, like Kelly said, if you if you know, you know. We're done. Yeah. Oh, so satisfying. I feel like it's also maybe worth mentioning um, just up top as a big kind of, like, thank you to the listeners. Uh, January 2021 was our best month we've ever had. Oh, yeah. As By a podcast. A lot. By a lot, which is awesome and wonderful, and we're so grateful. And thank you for 
downloading and subscribing and listening to us. Um, it's really cool. Keep telling awesome. your friends. Keep Help telling us your friends. Have an even better February. It's yes. a shorter month, guys. <laughs> you have less time to make it happen. Yeah. But help us make it happen. Yeah. Help us. But I feel like because of that, my husband is maybe finally taking us seriously. Wow. Like, I told him about it, and he was like, really? And I was like, yes! (laughs) And he was very invested towards those last couple of days of January as we were kind of getting close to the threshold that we wanted to hit. Mm -hmm. He was very invested in, like, (laughs) knowing how it was progressing. And he was very excited yeah. when I told him that we, we hit the mark that we wanted to. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, guys, thanks. Yeah. Fingers crossed that uh, continues. Yeah. The sky's the Help limit. Help us grow Help like us a beautiful grow. plant. Like one of Kelly's beautiful plant babies mm-hmm. that she's got. How many are you up to now? I can't. I don't know. Do you want me to sit here and count? No, I thought maybe you had a number off the top of your head. No, but I did just download a new app for my plants. It's called oh. Plant In. Okay. I think. What does it and do? And I went ahead. It helps you, like, identify your plants. Because I had a handful that we got oh. um, from a funeral, so I didn't know what they were. Right. So I used... Um, some apps to help me identify those plants huh. and then it also helps you like track your watering schedule nice. um, you can take pictures of like parts that are concerning yeah and find out if there's like a disease or get some tips on taking care of stuff wow. um, it has just like quick little guides on like where plants like to be in terms of sun and things very so, helpful I went ahead right off the bat. You know how apps these days, it's not like a few years ago where you spent three bucks and you could do it all forever. (laughs) Yeah. All these apps are like, well, now you're going to subscribe to us for like $5 a month. Right. Which I hate. Yeah. Well, this app has the option of just paying a little bit more up front, Mm -hmm. but you have it for life. Nice. So I went and did that right off the bat. I shelled it. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the number of what I paid for this plant app. Yeah. Fifty dollars. What? <laughs> for a lifetime membership. Fifty dollars? I don't know if you guys just heard that, but Cassie I goes, heard what it. happens when you get bored and kill all the plants. I was um, watching you in your phone like look at Cassie as you said the number fifty dollars, and I was wondering, is this news to Cassie? Did she not know? She's the one who sent me the app, so I'm shocked that she's <laughs> gasping at me. Well, now I have it for life, and it's going to help me identify problems and just be a better plant parent. It's like what to expect when you're expecting oh for plants. Oh, my God. Um, and I have it for life versus $30 a month. That's insane. That is insane. insane. Why wouldn't I pay the 50 for a lifetime? Well, yes, but also that's too much for an app. I'm sorry. When you said... <laughs> You said it's like you guess how much I paid. I thought you were gonna be like I thought that you were gonna say like ten dollars, and that like you could either you could either subscribe monthly for like three dollars a month, or you could pay ten bucks and get all of it. And I was gonna be like, okay, it was like thirty dollars a month, maybe twenty, and then fifty for life. Why wouldn't you go with life? I. I mean, valid and true, but also... Like, I'm going to have these plants for years. 
Are you? I'm not going to get bored of being a plant parent. I don't know why Cassie acts like that. I have loved plants (laughs) for years. I can't wait till we have a home and I can plant my veggies. Yeah. It's going to be exciting for you. I was just telling Cassie about the summer I pickled. (laughs) (laughs) She was asking if my avocado plant is my most successful plant from seed. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's looking great. Like, it's growing very well. The leaves are just beautiful. It's just a lovely plant. Yeah. But I said, no, my most successful plant from seed was several years ago. I think maybe six or seven years ago. I grew a beautiful cucumber plant. Wow. It yielded so many cukes. And you made I pickles. Also grew my, I made pickles. I also uh, grew my own dill. Wow. But it didn't go very well, so I bought dill. <laughs> <laughs> there was but a, the cucumbers there was a limit. were banging. <laughs> there was a limit to your success that summer, but the yeah. cucumbers were yeah. banging. Okay. Well, I, the dill you. was really the only drawback. Good for it you. just didn't grow a lot yeah oh okay yeah wow. right now i have some dill growing that's uh out of this world though so wow you've learned your you live, lesson you learn yeah. yeah with help from my app just kidding wow. i haven't really i just loaded in all my plants today so wow well i hope that it goes well i hope that you get your money's worth i will <laughs> your app it's going to be really handy when something's wrong. Yeah. And I need to talk to a real botanist. You can, I'll have one. You could video chat with a botanist? Or I don't just know if like, I can video chat. I think like, I can like help send desk. pics. Yeah. My wow. geek squad for plants. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for okay. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Should we watch some Criminal Minds now? Yeah, okay. we should. Okay. <laughs> um, Distract me from my angry wife. <laughs> hey, it's done. It's not our fault that you decided to tell your wife that you spent $50 on an app (laughs) in the middle of the podcast. I didn't use our joint bank account, so it's fine. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, That's your, it's your your financial burden to bear if you you don't use it the way that you thought you were going to. Um, Okay, whatever. I'm going to press play in three, two, one, play. Leaves. Leaves blowing in the wind. That looks like a nightmare for you. Wind it, and rain. I don't dislike rain. Mm. Cop <laughs> behind a rainy window. Where are we? What is this weird intro? Women missing on a whiteboard. A regular whiteboard. Deceased. A white board. They're all blonde ladies. Yep. And that guy that- who is like a better looking Steve Buscemi. Detective Fullwood. Wow. Oh, and then he's got Fullwood. <laughs> wow. So this local detective is obviously a little haggard. He's really having a hard time dealing with all these missing and dead women. He says that he has a visitor, and in she comes. Deborah Messing. It's not Deborah Doesn't. Messing, but she it's looks not Deborah Messing. And he says it wasn't no, Brooke. She doesn't look like Deborah Messing. Which I think we're supposed to believe that. This is a mother, perhaps. Oh, she's probably got a missing daughter. So she's got a missing daughter, but they haven't found her yet. But they did find a body. And so he says it was one of the other missing ladies. And the rain is making it tough. Um, Sandra. Her name is Sandra. And she says she can't, she can't sleep, get any sleep. Which, like, I get it. Um, hmm. You get it? Do you have a missing child? No! 
<laughs> I'm just, I get that, like, I get that you wouldn't be able to sleep. I feel like I wouldn't be able to. Would you? I feel like that'd be really hard. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't see how you would ever relax enough to, I mean, obviously, like, your body will fall asleep eventually, but, like, I feel like that would be, it would be very hard to have a restful situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she has a... Oh, there's a necklace she wants that's in evidence. Yes. So that she can take it to someone who says it tells him things. So she's hiring... A medium, perhaps? A psychic or a medium, yeah. So she's walking up to a house. Still raining. Are we in Portland? Are we I was... to assume we're in the exactly, Pacific Northwest? I was wondering that as well. Seattle, perhaps. Okay, there so he a, is. a man comes out and she goes inside the house she with him. What do I recognize him from? It might just be this episode. <laughs> because this is kind of coming back to me a little bit. Yeah, just, but like just a little. little. Okay, so he's right, holding he's the necklace. It. He is. He's cradling it a la Rossi. Just giving it like a, like a light little it. stroke. Light, right, light oh. little, just like little pet. And then his thumb stops. Yep. What does he know? We pan up. His eyes are closed. They're going to open dramatically. Oh, they open slowly. Yeah. I thought that they were going to open like fast. A- yeah. And she says, what is it? And he looks at her really he dramatically. He loves a good dramatic silence. <laughs> what did you see? <gasps> What's he going to say? One oh. dramatic word. And oh, then we're no, in the BAU. No there, oh, and Penelope is doing the crossword puzzle. Yeah, and Kevin's there. With Kevin. In one and of his classic ugly shirts. Yes. And then Morgan comes over. Everybody's getting their coffee. He is in a beautiful shirt. Um, Him and Prentice are like, yes, black is the best workplace color. Because they're both wearing all black. Yes. They're serious. However, Kevin and Garcia kind of match. They do a little bit. They got like that like Look at Reed's purple scarf. Wow. I love when the scarf comes out. It's periodic. I feel like it's like once a season we get the scarf. Yeah, he gets he dresses up a little bit and puts the scarf. So Garcia is reading everybody's horoscope and mm. Emily is like, This is bullshit. <laughs> she kinda looks like she's uh I have a simple gesture. Sorry, I didn't finish my thought. Yeah. Well, Whatever, I'm not fine. gonna <gasps> JJ Miss Thing She cut her hair. She got a haircut, she got a cool mom haircut. She, it didn't even phase me ooh, that she was. and she's in. wearing <gasps> a shiny, sparkly ring. It's Henry's birthstone. Oh, boy. Oh. I love JJ. I forgot that we were going to get her back in this episode. I forgot she was even gone. That was a fun <laughs> surprise. I love it her. Was. Goodbye, oh. Agent Todd. No one misses you. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. All right, so JJ is doing what JJ does. She's clicking on the Ew. screen. What? The corpse is mummified. Oh, frozen Ish. and then embalmed. Ooh. Yikes. <laughs> it looks horrifying. So they found her in a state park. It's definitely in, it's definitely in Washington State, just like yep. just like you said. Um, Abnormal decomp. Yeah, so obviously like My if college you f- class. <laughs> if you freeze <laughs> You freeze somebody and then you embalm them. That's going to totally fuck with like time of death because how are you going to know? Right. And now we're just so seeing we're embalming to fluids. Probably the unsub. Just lots and lots of brown fluids. Ew. And now we're into the opening ceremonies. I watched like one mortician video on Facebook once. Ew, is it that a from like BuzzFeed? Thing? 
It was like a BuzzFeed thing of like a day in the life of a funeral director. I was like, is that a corner of the internet? And now I keep getting suggestions for like different mortician videos and more videos. It's horrifying. That's that's how the internet on our phones works. So you got to be very careful about what you pull up (laughs) because your phone's going to think that you want to see it. sometimes I click play. Well, now you're stuck with (sighs) it. I, I feel am. like it takes our phones two seconds to learn something and a million years to unlearn it. So once <laughs> so you true. have Case it. Case in point, I keep getting ads for the sacks underwear that holds your balls in a sack. <laughs> I have no one for whom I could buy that underwear. <laughs> Sybil Shepard's in this episode. Yeah, she is. Was She's that a- Sybil? No. I she, forget we what haven't Sybil seen her looks yet. like. We haven't seen her yet. Okay, so we're on the Is she on show? I don't know. Sybil, yeah. Cassie just Cassie me out coming there. in with the help. All right. Mortuary science. Yes. Yeah. Some um, people like to look good at their funeral. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, yeah. how do you think someone was like, how'd they yeah, come up with that? Put that shit in me when I'm dead. I mean, I feel like. I guess mummies. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like. The science of, like, death, like, is one of the oldest things that we've been doing is, like, human beings. Yeah. Like, Did you see that guy's last name was Mantooth? No, I missed it. <laughs> A lot of good last names in this uh, intro section. Okay, so we're really focusing in on this last victim. Her name is Brooke. I think that's the woman's daughter that we saw before. Um, uh. She is the last to go missing, so they're assuming, like, if any of them are alive... It's probably her, but they yeah. obviously are now racing against the clock because they're starting to find dead bodies. So he's obviously yeah, killing them. We're in them. the woods, kind of like didn't it's Ted Bundy wet. leave his his bodies in the woods? He in the did. Pacific he Northwest? had like a dumping ground, like up on a mountain or something. Yeah, like a state. Park. And he would go back and visit them. Yeah, that's. F- mm. Um. Right. So they're clomping Local around in the mud. Is with them. One of them, not the one who was talking to the yeah, lady. the bald one. The there's a, there's a bald he's one. He's got severe eyebrows. He does, and it, they're made more severe by the fact that he is fully bald. Like yeah, there's no other all hair you have to look at. Yeah. All right, Morgan is finding something in the mud. <gasps> a necklace. A necklace. It's a cross. After all that practice that he got last week, looking picking for up that glass. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, I know what to look for. Shiny things on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fucking right. purple Reed's scarf. romping I around. Can't deal with it. <laughs> oh. Ew, it's a face. That's a face. Like a beautifully preserved face. Oh my god. And she's also and wearing she also holding a necklace. She also has the cross necklace. Yeah. Same exact necklace. So Reed is saying so, that he cares for them. And like the body had its like arms crossed, kind of like a mummy. Yeah. Which is yeah. like very like, oh, he posed them that way. Yeah. Okay. So there's some some specificity to that mo yes something yes all right um, we're with are... the other local cop yeah the hair so all of the women were taken when they were leaving work and they all work in like local businesses so they're saying that the unsub probably um uh is a customer at these businesses which is how he notices them and watches mm-hmm. them and stuff spooky spooky <laughs> There's some good coats. In what this the episode. fuck are we watching? There we just saw the necklace fall the into necklace water. Dump into water. Oh, oh there's weird. like a puddle in the parking lot. Okay. Did they find it in the puddle? I don't know. 
It's not a cross necklace, though. No, it's the necklace from Brooks. It was Brooks' necklace. Yeah, the he one says, that was taken to He's the like, medium. I gave it back to her mom. She hired someone. Guy by the name of Stanley, Stanley Usher. Usher. Helped them find a kid in Portland a few years ago. <laughs> I love <laughs> Emily's face when she's like, he's a psychic. Is just like, what? Like, why? <laughs> this is a callback. Like, this whole episode is a little occult because we started with the horoscopes. Yes. Yes. And so we already like, know that Emily hmm. is a skeptic. All right. Yes. So we're cutting to uh, footage of a press conference that the mo- Brooks mom has done. And she's doing the classic thing, which is like, you got to humanize her. So like being like, she's going to, she's yes. about to turn 27. Like, I know she's alive. Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they didn't coach her, but JJ says she's doing a really good job on her own. God, I so. love JJ. It makes me so happy yeah. that she's here. Because she's so good at her job she is it's so refreshing yeah Uh, rossi says he has not worked with psychics by choice but he has worked with them i mean we're just kind of like debating the merits of psychics yes in criminal investigations which like makes sense that you know rossi's been around the block a time or two so of course he's had to deal with this before so they're going to see the mom yeah and she's the psychics there yes and so they're doing the classic thing which is that they're asking if there was like anybody that the mom knows of like in brooke's life that would have been kind of creepy like kind of a loner definitely not like super confident right and she's like i already but like been timid yeah she's like i already told everybody all the cops like everything that i know they weren't able to figure anything out and then in comes Stanley, and he's like, hey, I like Psychometry. to... I touch objects, and I learn stuff from them. Like, it's not weird. Yeah. So she now... Re- what, what's what's the numbers? numbers <laughs> Eight, six, seven. What the Why? fuck? I don't know what's happening. I don't either. Touching a personal item... You think, you think that you can that tell you can if someone's, tell someone's alive or dead. Dead or alive. And he's like, yes, sometimes I can do that. A person's energy makes an impression on something, everything that they touch, and it can, allows hmm. me to connect with them. But the he says... interpreting what I'm given. Yes. Wouldn't everybody's energy be all over everything? Exactly. Like that necklace passed through so many hands, bruh. Exactly. You could be, you could be picking up on the cop's energy for all you know. Like he's yeah. alive and kicking and vine. Or the mom. Literally yes. everyone who's handled it since Brooke went mis- missing so is So Rossi asks Stanley the psychic to come talk to him. And he's like, hey, I've seen guys like you before. And, like, you come in and you take advantage of grieving families. And Stanley's like, I'm not doing that. I promise. And Rossi's kind of like, hit the road. Yes. Don't give her any unrealistic expectations. He's giving him Stop his, being a jag his best, like, serious Rossi eyes, which are just like, get the fuck out. And, like, stop fucking with this lady. Yeah. But Stanley is insisting oh. that he's not. And he says there's a lot of people that don't believe in what you do either. <gasps> oh. Ooh, burn. Shots fired. Which is true. It is true. Oh, They're but we found another s- bottle. Oh, God. <laughs> it starts on like the most decomposed That looks like that they ground found. turkey. That was gross. <laughs> we really did. Oh, my God. I wonder if they used ground Perhaps turkey. Perhaps they did. I don't. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay. So we have okay, three they bodies. Had significant levels of barbiturates. Yep. So they were for sure. They all have the same haircut, but it's not the haircut no. in the pictures. <gasps> what? I remember this episode. Do you? I think. 
think. I think. Yeah, I think that you're. I think you're with me now, and I think I'm right about which episode this is. <laughs> okay, so they were all sexually assaulted. No, they weren't sexually. Assaulted. Oh yeah. Well, he he says were they sexually assaulted? She says not exactly. But there was semen. And he's. Oh, it may have been consensual. And no. she's like, no. <gasps> And she's like, they, they were, were dead. dead. So we've this got a not necro- the episode I think we've it is. We've got <laughs> necrophilia on our hands, friends. Cold comfort. Cold comfort. I'm not I'm not short. JJ's hair's parted on the side now. I love her hair short. I think it looks great. <laughs> I just am baffled that within one day it's parted in two different places. You can part your hair however you want. I know, but maybe she's just shaking it's it television. up. I guess. Okay. It it's a different day because she's time. wearing a different outfit. She wasn't wearing that before. Yeah. They all changed their clothes. Right. It's, a, it's a different day. It this day she day. woke up and she said, I'm feeling a side part. <laughs> so she went with it. Yeah. Okay. I've okay. been corrected. So <sighs> Rossi is now saying <laughs> that the chance that Brooke is alive is now a lot lower because he's like, a necrophiliac doesn't have use for a live victim so he's going to kill her because he needs her dead <laughs> yep so because then well go ahead does rossi just he just said something about say, oh did he call garcia he's calling garcia and him? he's like look into this psychic i don't believe that he knows what the fuck he's doing yeah. so all right we're getting the profile lives alone lives alone in a large residence because he needs all that yeah. embalming space ew gross um oh, he's this gonna is be not the episode i thought it was um, so they think that he's attempting to recreate someone specific because of like the haircut thing. So it's maybe a yeah. wife or a girlfriend or it could just or be a, a lady mother? that he's obsessed with or a mother. It could be a mother. A little Oedipal complex. It could be a little bit of psycho. Again. Hey, look at that. He had an Oedipal complex. He really fucking did. Holy shit, Ew. did he have an edible complex? Oh my god. We're seeing a reenactment of what Ed Gein was doing, which was digging up dead bodies out of the cemetery and then uh. making stuff out of them. <laughs> nipple. Uh. We're talking nipple belts. We're talking boob hats. We're talking lampshades. <laughs> boob hats. Boob hats. <laughs> boob hats? It's not funny, but it is. Okay. Um... Okay, so they've put together a list of incidents since 2006 of inappropriate postmortem. 2006. Inappropriate postmortem conduct. Ew. Uh, and Reed is saying so go that you gotta go. around the cemeteries. You gotta hit up those morticians because they are the most likely offenders of necrophilia because they got access. Yikes. Which is fucking gross. So they're... They all have to take swabs to swab their suspects. Too. Yeah, so they're all splitting up and going and talking to all the funeral directors, all the morticians. Why inside that mausoleum? They're, Why are they standing outside? They're standing it's in the raining. rain. That guy is creepy. He is creepy, and he's like, how about Here you we just... Go. Yeah. All you gotta do is say, ah. Yep. So now all we're right. talking to some grave diggers. He's just cleaning up he's the cleaning old dead up. shit in the yeah. cemetery. And he... And... The guy's like, listen, nobody wants, once they go in the ground, like, they're not attractive. <laughs> like, he's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, body was just a pile of bones. Oh, he's talking about some grave diggers yeah. and stole jewelry. Okay, here's an embalmer. Here's another one. He said, it happens, it in, happens the in the industry. It happens in the industry, but we put a stop to <gasps> it when remember. it does. Do you know <laughs> you what I'm talking me. about? 
the quote yep. that's going to be, the I quote remember that one. That's coming. I remember it's it. It's mm-hmm. gold and it's, I think, about to happen. Mm-hmm. So stay mm-hmm. tuned. Um, so the guy says, oh, he dresses them up and Hotch is like, yeah, does that mean something to you? And he's like, yeah, we, a hire- we hired a guy that was weird before, even for this business. He paid special attention to the female He liked endeavors. to do their makeup and put a wig, put on, a them. wig on them. Ew. He put a wig on them. We clean out his locker Let's- after his termination. Let me guess. He says, there she is. It's a wig. <gasps> Pick it up with a pen. And it's blonde. All right. Okay. Let's get this dude's name. Are we strolling up to to a house? Yep. Everybody's got their sick ass umbrellas. Their sick black umbrellas. Sick ass. I mean, beautifully black. (laughs) All right. We approach the house. Yep. There's some Ivan. His name's Ivan. He's um. Oh. uh, What else is he in? I don't know, but I recognize him from something. Yeah, he is in something. Oh, it's going to bother me. It always does. I got to Google it. So they're saying, they're like, hey, like, we need to talk to you because this guy that we're looking for, his victims are just your type. And he's like, no, you're way out of line. Like, I don't do anything weird. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't do anything weird. (laughs) And they're like, well, we can come back with a warrant or you can just, like, chat about it with us. And he shuts the door. What is he in? I'm looking it up. I'm trying to think of it naturally, but I can't. It's okay. something I watch a lot. Oh, so he's he has a record for giving his girlfriend tran- tranquilizers and then having sex while she's asleep. Ew. Oh. <sighs> so local cop says that he feels like they can persuade a judge just with the information that they have. Um, But they're saying there's a good chance that it's not him because they profiled that this guy would be rich and have a big house and this guy is a loser and lives with his mom so they're saying he doesn't really have a space to like do something like this that they know of he could have like a hidden place that they don't know about okay we just got a 911 call from someone claiming to be brooke oh plot twist can you speak up so no he'll hear me she's whispering and the mom is listening and she's like this is brooke lombard lombardini lombardini um, Lamborghini. She says, I'm being held prisoner. And they ask if she can look outside or see a street. And the mom's crying because obviously she believes that it's her. And he says that he's going to kill me. Please help me. Running footsteps. Telephone disconnects. He's in the movie Starstruck. Do you remember that movie? Vaguely. Channel? <laughs> Vaguely. Uh... So Rossi's being a real skeptic here because he's like she's whispering like anybody who tell like who listens to this kind of shit would tell you that there's no way to prove that it's her. But the mom seems to believe that it is. But it's also like that could be wishful thinking on her part. Yeah. And she's like, Stanley said that she's alive. And Rossi's like, okay, but what you need to understand is like this kind of investigation attracts a lot of fucked up people who might just want to yeah. be like playing a prank and he's just saying like maybe let's not put all of our eggs in the stanley basket and she's starting Ooh, to get mad like he had a record he was <gasps> oh he's charged Oregon. with fraud and then he pulled up stakes Yikes. and moved here Ooh, she's mad but rossi's like you need to know and she just walks out i know what i recognize him from what and it might be what you recognize him what from. what is it 
passport to Paris? Yes! That is absolutely <laughs> it. He's the uptight assistant yes! to the ambassador that falls in love yes! with the model. Yes, 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 yes. I know this because I very recently watched that film. I posted about it on my Instagram story. And remember who watched that Insta story? None other than None the other celebrity other than, singer. Than Seal. Seal! <laughs> okay, so we're seeing Brooke. She is alive. She's in a creepy dungeon with, a la but like on a the bed. King Fisher like, King. Yes. Oh, and he's stroking her face. Ew. Uh, <gasps> uh, now I remember it. It's yep. not the episode I first remembered, but it oh, is there the episode goes. I've remembered now. Cutting her hair. Ew. He's calling, he's calling her, her Abby. Abby. Her hair has been bleached blonde. Yes, like more blonde than it was before, for sure. Also, it's worth noting the other thing that we missed while we were talking about Passport to Paris is that... Um, so the mom walked out and was like, I just need to believe that my daughter is alive. Like, fuck you for trying to, like, take the one shred of hope that I have away from me. And JJ got a little upset and she stood up and she was like, she has every right to have that hope. Like, why would you take that away from her? So we're getting a little bit mm-hmm. of like a butted head moment between JJ and Rossi, which is, I feel like something we haven't yeah. seen before. Yeah. They're not two people I usually think about interacting. No. At all. Which is weird. So Hotch is saying that even though they can't prove it, they have to work on the assumption that the call is genuine and that Brooke is alive. So they have to yeah. start looking for her. Um, Which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I would fall on this. I think I actually would probably be a pessimist and think she's dead. <laughs> I mean, I would agree with you because like, I feel like Rossi's point is a good one, which is like, if necrophilia is the end game, she can't be alive. But at the same time, like the phone call is an interesting thing that would make me think, well, maybe we do need to consider that she's at least alive for now. And that like yeah. time is ticking. They, yeah. They just figured out that he's waiting for her to succumb to the identity that he wants for her. Oh. So the longer she holds out and the longer she refuses to be Abby. Yeah. Um, the better chance she has. Yeah. But once she succumbs, she's done. So he's just crept over Mm -hmm. and he's talking to her through like a priest window. Yes, it is like a confession window. Like she can tell me a story. Abby. She can see him, but like not like his face. Like they're talking through the grate on a fireplace. Yes, kind of. If you're not someone who knows what a confession window looks like. And she's like, I'm not Abby. Like, stop calling me Abby. And then she's like looking at her hair. she sees herself in the mirror. she's like, what the fuck? I hate this haircut. (laughs) It is kind of bad. It's pretty bad. It's like Drew Barrymore. And he he pierced her ears. And she's like, what the fuck? I don't need this. Ooh, one pierced. one pearl earring. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pearl he did a bad job. Yeah, because her ears bleeding. Yikes! And he, he just keeps asking her to tell him a story. Tell me a story, Abby. And she just a throws the book the at his face, and then he shuts so, the thing. The room is like not bare. No, there's like a bed and has a That's mirror. Not the saddest looking room I've ever seen. For, <laughs> I for mean. A, Captive. It's sad, but it's not the. It's not like an empty room. Like she has certain yeah. comforts, like a bed and blanket and all that stuff. Yeah, it's not the bunker in North Mammon. If that no. gives you any kind of indication, no. All right, uh, our local detective with hair has brought in Stanley. our psychic. Yep. And Rossi's 
kind of mad. Like, Rossi is just, like, adamant that this guy is not the real deal. And so he shakes oh. JJ's hand, and she's like, what and they the have, fuck? like, a tender, touchy moment. Yes. Oh. And he says, I'm spoken for, which means, like, he's there to meet with local detectives. So in they go. And then he, like, he says, congratulations, and, like, kind of points to his ring finger and she's like looks at the her ring finger because the ring that will gave her is not on her Mm. engagement finger it's on her right hand correct correct so that seems to tell us that it is an engagement ring and she's trying to make it not feel like an engagement ring okay Mm. so clutch the wig we've we've clutch we're letting stanley clutch the weird wig from the (laughs) other guy's thing Oh, all right. Abby has a book in her lap, and yep. now she's in the rocking chair. He clearly tied her to the rocking her out chair, and tied her up, and he's like, "You have to tell me a story that tell so that I can story. sleep." He's sitting like really like closed in on himself. Yeah, it's gross. Like his body language is such that he's like, it's I don't know, it's very childish, childish. And cowardly. Yes. So she has started to read the book, which is a bad sign. It's Don't a, give in. Yeah. Don't give in, bro. It's a kid's book as well. If we didn't point that out. Trolls. It's not like trolls, trolls. No. Like Queen Poppy. No. It's like a fake children's story. So he says that she's reading it wrong and then she gets mad like, how the fuck am I supposed to read it? (laughs) And then she says, I'll be Abby. I'll be whoever you want. Yep. And now she's like thrashing and she fell over. She falls down. And she's just like, Abby? She's like, Abby? 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 Bebe? <laughs> the Bebe. The Bebe. Flip it. Flip it. <laughs> I just watched that episode the other day when they babysit. Okay, so we've brought in Ivan in yeah, cuffs. we brought in Mr. Passport to look Paris. Look at these cops in these yellow rain jackets. I know. I'm loving it. That's a good look. They look like the Gordon's fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get my hands on one of those, do you think? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Um, okay, so, like, Hotch looks displeased that they've brought this guy in. Because, remember, they don't think that it's him. But local cop right. is like, I have to try something. And he's like, and Stanley told me that something is up with this dude because he touched the wig. So he puts the wig on the table. Mm. And he's like, it looks like a wig. <laughs> Prentice says, that is a magic wig. It changes the identity of whoever's wearing it. He's like, I thought that's why you were putting it on bodies at the morgue. Is this the scene where we get the I, quote? I think it is. Listen <gasps> carefully. Pay close attention, friends. <laughs> Ivan dot dot dot. Who were you trying to them turn into? them into? I can't unsee the passport to Paris thing, though. <laughs> it makes me hate um, I don't know. And he says, I hope that you're not grouping in me in with rapists. And they're like, no, you're kind of like maybe sicker than a rapist. Like, I don't know. Hard to say. Ew, he says many would argue this is a victimless crime. Ew. And so no. then they start showing him the dead bodies of the women that they found. And he's like, you have the wrong says, idea. I don't know these. We've got the wrong necrophile. Do you think I'm the only one in town who likes to crack open a cold one? <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard a grosser euphemism in my entire life. Like, the guy, the person who wrote that line in the writer's room took the rest of the day off after that. <laughs> <laughs> that is just... Ew. It's a great line. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it, too. 
Ooh, so, he says the wig's not the important part. Oh, what is it? <gasps> the the shoes. shoes. He's into the shoes. Ew. <laughs> it's not the a death. Very I feel like special, the death is the important part. True. A very special pair. Ooh. The woman who walked oh, in them. Sunny, Sunny Rains, Rains. The weather girl? The weather? Okay, so he's into a local celebrity. Oh, she died in a car accident. Oh, came in on the slab. <gasps> Ew. And he stole he her stole shoes. He stole the shoes. Ew. Ew. Honestly, like, <gasps> this whole thing, this whole episode makes me, like, when next, like, a family member dies, like, I don't want them to go to the freaking mortuary because you don't know what the no. fuck they're doing. Or I want to guarantee it's a lady mortician. <laughs> yeah. I feel like ladies don't do Women that don't shit. don't do shit like this. Mm-mm. Okay. Genuine article to complete the fantasy. Okay. So they're saying that, like, just like Ivan, who had to have, like, the specific shoes, this unsub, whatever he's, like, putting on them has to be the real thing from the person that he... Um, so they need to find like a grave robber or something from a woman. Oh, there she is. There she is. She was born in Amsterdam. Never married, but she worked worked for for Patrick and Leona Gless. Yep. For seven years. Abigail. Yep. Let's go see the Gless family. So she must have been a nanny. All right. We're back to the bunker. Yeah. Where the story is being read. And Brooke is, seems to be reading it right this time because he's quiet. She's not tied up anymore. Nope. She's he getting into it. all cozy. Oh, she's like, oh, she's reaching. Live, the long, yeah. She's at the end of the book. And he seems happy with how she We see his it. face for the first time. Yes. He's like a younger guy. Ooh, he's got okay. something Okay. He's opening he the door. He opens the door in slow... Slow motion. Oh, God. Brooke, run for it. Oh, oh you. It's a yellow uh, dress. It's a dress. And she's like, and she I don't want to put him. that on, you fuck. Ew. And so now we're hearing Hotch say again that as soon as she accepts her new role, that's it for Brooke. So it's like, her don't put it on. Okay. But she doesn't. I mean, all our instincts tell us go along as long yes, as Yes, you're supposed can. to like placate them. Okay, yeah. so we're seeing a beautiful house by a lake. Yeah, this is gorgeous. Gorgeous. The are living like the freaking uh, Von Traps. <laughs> it took me forever to think of that name. Okay, so we're talking to the parents. There's Sybil. There's Sybil. She's the mom, and she's like, oh, yeah, Abigail was such a lovely girl. Like, she we was paid for her funeral. Holland. Um, oh. She was the au pair. Um... She was took care she of their son took Roderick. Care of Roderick. Okay. And what are we doing? We're pulling We're out pulling a picture out a of Roderick. picture of somebody who the is the dad and the of? mom. Kind of seem like they're a little bit at odds. Yes, they do. And Sybil just like stared down Rossi. There she is but in the yellow got dress. Tears in her eyes. Aha! They were close. She basically raised the boy. The mom says, and the dad's like, "I wouldn't say oh. that." And he's like, "She's like, really? What would you call it?" <laughs> Oh, she says Patrick likes to think he was a good father. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So we've got the some tension. The tension is high. And they're Rich like... Rich people with a nanny feeling yep. weird about it. <laughs> yep. 
And they're <laughs> Rightfully like, so. why are you asking about Abby? And they're like, well, there's like been some murders. Like, how old was your son when Abigail died? And apparently he was nine. Um, they weren't here when it happened. They were on uh-huh. a cruise. But Roderick was there. Oh, oh no. And when they come they back. They home alone him? Well, she no. The he was smell. he was there with Abigail, oh, but she died while she they were on dead. vacation, and he was curled up next to her dead body. Ew! That's how he got to sleep. How long? <gasps> She'd been dead for three days. Oh my god! God. So so immediately they're like, we would love to talk to Roderick. Can we speak to him? <laughs> Blew the coop at 21, liquidated his trust fund, and hit the road. And they're like, we knew that he was, like, kind of fucked up, but, like, we didn't think he'd do anything to hurt anybody. (laughs) Oh, awesome. I mean, I feel like you get your kid help as soon as they let a lady be dead for three days. Yes. And are snuggled in with her. Yes. Oh, they got a letter a year ago from him. Okay. Okay, Let's find it. Let's get it out of that little cabinet It's conveniently in a drawer about five feet away. Yep. And then she and says, she you, says can you can have, have it. it. And the picture. So oh, she's like, done she's ready. And the dad's kind of like, not as done so. Yep. Okay. So uh, Garcia's going to search around for him a little bit. She says he's got to be using cash because there's no paper trail, nothing from the IRS. Well, nothing. No utilities, no property. There is jack shit on this guy. <laughs> and Morgan's like half, half a million, million isn't what it used to be. Isn't what it used um, to be. I would take it. Yeah, true. <laughs> would we not all take half yeah. a million? We're all fighting okay. over fourteen hundred dollars right now. Yeah. Uh. So the letter to the mom is like basically a goodbye letter. Reed says, but it's oh. it's not addressed to the dad. Ooh, is he in contact with the dad, and the dad just never admitted it? Right. I think that's true. I remember that. Oh. I think the dad knows something. Yeah. So JJ looks at the letter. She's going to let Stanley touch it. Oh, I bet she does. She's touching it. She touches her ring. She's like, Stanley is the real deal. I'm going to go let Stanley touch she it. She scurries away with the letter. Okay. Ew. Okay. He's, we're Brooke, back to the unsub and Abby, and he's just like touching her. And Brooke has put on the yellow dress, so... That's She's got not the good. earrings. She's got it all. Yeah. And he's just looking at her like he you. loves her so much. And he's like, he says, I missed, I missed you. you. And she's, she's like, say it back. me uh, too. Uh, Abby. Do you think Brooke, it's weird to sorry. respond to somebody? Do you think it's weird to respond to somebody who says, I missed you and say me too? I feel like yes. that's weird. You my say, grandmother, you too. my grandmother, you when you'd say I love you, she'd go me too. <laughs> In that scenario, it's always like, uh, yes, I also love me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, my, and it was always like just this quirky isn't thing. That, wait, isn't that what Rory says to Dean? No, she says No, she thanks. says thank you, which is such Sorry. a TV trope to be like, thank yeah. you. I said thank you. What yeah. is that? Okay, so she's drinking tea, but it probably oh. has barbiturates in it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does, because he's not drinking it. No, nope. but he's holding her hand. And they're walking out into the hallway. She's, She's a getting full-on bunker. It's a surprise. Ew. It's like the basement of like a defunct hotel. Is it is. Like. And oh, he thinks guess. he's a little boy. Yep. With, with his with his actual nanny. So he walks in behind those like plastic things. Did you see at a loading dock like over the window mm-hmm, or over the door? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
And he goes, and she's it's like forever. falling down. And he puts it's like her. when a little kid says, my legs don't work. <laughs> yes. Except her legs truly don't work, I guess. Yep. So he puts her All on right. the slab. Oh, he's ready to crack a cold one. <sighs> so gross. Okay. So Stanley's right, holding the letter at the mom's house. And he's just holding What a weird it. place for them to be convening. Yeah. Why not at the station? Are we sure it's at the mom's house? Oh, I guess oh right. Is- no, the mom went there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's his house. house. All right. He looks. He looks. He looks JJ's with that like, weird what? look. What? What? Water. That's all he said? Water. Come on, Stanley. Okay. Reed, Reed goes, that's not very specific. He's the earth two thirds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Stanley. Fair you can Reed. do better Fair. than that. That's like when Teresa Caputo likes, I'm getting a reading about a dead woman. <laughs> And you're just like, yeah, probably like everyone in here knows a dead woman. Okay. So JJ did a little digging. It turns out that the family has like a vacation home that they still own, but no one's gone there in years. So they're thinking. And they're sending, the dad is sending money to Roderick. Aha. Just every like six months. Suspected. A $50,000 wire. Dang. I wish my dad gave me $50,000 every six months. So. But they're saying the dad is the submissive in the marriage, so it's not the dad, it's the mom. Because like they're like the they're like the dad is sad. Like if he knew where the son was, like he wouldn't be like that. So it's gotta be the yeah. mom that is sending him the money. Probably just to be like, here, take this oh. money and stay away from me because I fucking hate you. Right. Cause yeah. All right. Yep, yep. And they go in, they've got the location. Sybil gave Look them the location. Unhappy they rich hate people. each other. Oh, I feel like Sybil was a big get for this episode. Am I wrong? Yeah, she was iconic for in like the 90s. a fairly small part, especially like she's yeah, not, she's not a victim. She's not an unsub. She's not a. I would love uh, to see her as an unsub. local detective. Ooh. Okay, so we're seeing the embalming fluid just like bubble around. Yeah, like it's a fucking lava lamp. Yeah, and he's and got, he's his, got scrubs his little on. outfit on. And he's got his scalpel. Eric Shepherd over here. This is all slow mo. It's taking a very long time. It's so long. We're really dragging it out, but she's the, starting to wake up. The embalming fluid is kind of like an Instagram filter at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's everything's over. sepia. Everything's he's sepia. He's about to cut into the carotid. And in they come, in busting the door they open. Come with a crowbar. Just in time, I bet. Oh yes, in classic this is criminal in a North minds fashion. Situation. <laughs> the the no subtitle voices. says no voices, so we're, I guess we're not going to get an it's over. No. Oh, and the bombing crashes smashes. to the ground. Down so goes the, the scalpel. scalpel, and he's so sad, and he's screaming, "Abby!" Abby. Fake Abby or real Abby sits up. Yeah, like in, in his mind, it's real Abby. And Abby, Abby. voice distorted, <laughs> Albert. And he's being carted away by the police in the yellow slickers. So we need the paramedics. Is she alive? Yeah, she's just like yeah. got a shit ton of barbiturates in there. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get an IV. Large bore IVs. That sounds horrifying. It a does. large bore IV. It does. Ugh. Like a hole punch into your arm. Ew. <laughs> okay. The paramedics. Oh, she her opens her life. eyes. There she Hello, is. Hello, Brooke. There she is, Brooke. 
And she sits and up. And she just sits up. Yeah, she's just like, hey, she's guys. She's like, all right, great. She's like, this has been just fucking weird. <laughs> Some psychic this guy is. This place uh, is as far from wa- of a rocky shoreline as you can get. And Hotch pulls back a tarp. It's raining. It, yes, like, but there's a mural of a oh. rocky shoreline across the street. Listen. And Rossi looks at it and his eyes get wide like, oh. But it's like, I, come on. That's not... It, it's a, also it's a beer, it's a beer advertisement. Ad. So couldn't he have like he just as easily could have said beer, and that's or it. Bricks. All right. So or there's her he mom. Could have given something a lot more descriptive. Absolutely. She's like, in no way, shape, or form did the psychic help them find that place. It was the parents. Yes, absolutely. So and JJ, a little bit because she's the one that found like the money transfer, right? So. Oh yeah. Okay. So mom and Brooke have been reunited. Everybody's right, we're back happy. To the BAU. It's raining there too. Oh, it's raining everywhere. JJ's there alone. She's gonna get some coffee. That looks just like our coffee maker. Coffee makers look a lot alike. They do. <laughs> they don't deviate much in design. Oh, it's early. It's not nighttime. So but it's the Rossi's next day. also there, and he's like, "Oh, like it must be oh. hard to like come back like now that you're the a bad mom." Seem worse. Coming back after being away, he's like relating about that because like that's what he did in his life. And so, so he's like giving advice. Yeah. And so he on, also like, says dealing with it. She's like, Don't tell me. Like, I don't want to talk about the psychic thing. Like, I'm over it. And he's like, No, like it's fine if you want to believe in psychics, but like you need to believe in the profiling more. Like you need to believe in like what we're doing, because like it works and it's a science and it's proven. And she's like, you want to know what it really was with the psychic? She was like, I'm a mom now. And I saw a mom who, like, was afraid of losing her kid. Like, oh. that was what I was leaning into. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, Rossi is like, listen, you said what harm could it do? But one time in Georgia, we had no other leads. So we were like, whatever, let's ask the psychic. And we took the case in the total wrong direction. Yep. And the kid died. Yep. So, And then JJ's, well, we won this time, I guess. Yeah. Rossi just says, goes, welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome That was back. a weird tete-a-tete. It was. It was a very tense interaction between the two of them, which, like I you said, like... I feel like it ended on good terms. It didn't really, but it was, like, okay. But, like, it's just yeah. interesting because, like you said, you so rarely get individual interaction between the two of them that I yeah. feel like it's elevating the fact that it feels tense because it's just, like, they don't normally just the two of them talk, so... Yeah. And this definitely was tense. There you go. There's that episode. What do you think? It. I don't know. I (laughs) I liked it. I I think it's pretty good. I really. I don't love psychic shit. I don't believe in it. All right, guys. I'm sure some of you do. I know Kelsey a little bit believes in the spiritual plane. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm here for none of it. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going to be that skeptic asshole. Um, Here's what I'll say. I like I like the psychic element because I think um, it just adds like a little bit of an interesting twist to the case. And I do feel like it is a it is something that does come up in true crime sometimes or like crime shows, which is this question of like, yes, like can a psychic like come in and help? So I think. It's an interesting kind of trope for them to kind of put into the episode, which I appreciate. 
I feel um, like they had to do it eventually. Yeah, like, they kind of did, like, to just talk about it and, like... And it's, like, what a perfect kind of setup, which is that you're putting this profiling kind of, you know, as a science up against, you know, what some people would say is essentially the same thing, which is, like, guessing at, you know, whatever. Like, there, I feel like there are some skeptics that would say, like, profiling is just guesswork, but obviously there's more to it than that and then you have Mm -hmm. you have psychics which is very much guesswork for in i think almost all cases but there are some people who would believe in it so it's it's kind of like an interesting dichotomy i think in a way um for the case do you think psychics really think they can talk to the other plane or sense the other plane i think some do i think you definitely have people who are full of shit and just want to make money or want to convince people that they can do something and take advantage of people it's like i mean listen it's like anything else there's always going to be some people who like have bad intentions or want to take advantage of people so they're going to do it but i do think that there are probably people out there who truly believe that they have some kind of sixth sense or can read people or are extra intuitive like yeah like i'm sure there are people who believe that yeah but i mean i don't know i kind of believe i've i could believe it i think (laughs) i think that there i do i think have you ever been spiritually touched (laughs) (laughs) what does that mean (laughs) have you ever had a moment like you were stanley um no i do not think that i am a psychic if that's what you're asking (laughs) i do not have your anything read i've had my palm read yes Mm. um by miss monica she was a psychic (laughs) that worked over on capitol hill like on the restaurant row near where i lived with her a bunch of like restaurants and bars and stuff and she read my my palm and my friend's palm and she also read steven's palm that's that's the psychic that told us that we were gonna have twins i've told you this before (laughs) you have yeah i thought it sounded familiar um so we're gonna have twins though (laughs) science tells us you're probably gonna have twins we don't listen there are many sets of twins on my husband's side of the family i'll leave it at that we'll find out someday if miss monica knew what she was talking about (laughs) but i think I don't know. Do I believe that Miss Monica is definitely a psychic? I don't know. But I've also seen things like people who are medium. Like, I also feel like there's a difference between people who are saying who say they're psychic and are intuitive and can, you know, tell the speak to like read the future or like whatever, read your palms. And then there's people who say that they're mediums, which say that they talk to the dead. That's a totally different thing, I think. And I believe the medium thing. I think before I believe this the psychic thing. But you don't well, believe. But you don't believe in ghosts. None of it. So. None of it. Not a single bit. <laughs> and I absolutely believe in ghosts. 100%. I part of me wants to ask, can you tell me about a ghostly experience? But mm. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's too late in the day. I Listen, don't, guys. I don't believe in it, but I am. It freaks her out, though. Easily spooked for sure. It, she's easily spooked, which is the hilarious part of it, because there have definitely been instances where I have said something, like you've said something, and I've responded being like, "Oh, like a ghost," and you're always like, "No, stop it!" Like I don't want it. <laughs> like because like, it does. I feel like the I you I feel like you're one of those people who you're a denier because you don't want to live with the alternative, which is that it's real. 
Well, because it freaks no. you out. <laughs> no, because I'm also listen, guys. I follow. That was a deep I don't want to be. I'm gonna be such a. I'm gonna sound like such a dick. <laughs> but like logic tells us, and science yeah. tells us, when you're dead, you're dead. And yeah. you just crumble into the dirt. Have you and seen... And that's what I'm here for. Um, or you... It was on an episode of MFM that I just listened to. There's a new show on Netflix that's... I think it's called Surviving yes, Death. Yes, I can't watch it. See? But, like, so people Here's who have why. near-death I'm experiences... I'm terrified of death. <laughs> sure, that's normal. But, like, do you believe, like, people who say that they, like... You know, like, people who were... Like, it's like, oh, they were clinically dead for 12 minutes or whatever and then when they come back to life essentially they say like they saw xyz like do you believe that or no or do you just think that's your neurons firing and like creating illusion delusions for you i think our brains can really do a lot to protect us yeah for sure um i have not studied near death or actual back from death experiences enough to have an opinion you're not a doctor in near-death experiences no (laughs) (laughs) you don't have your doctorate in that (laughs) no (laughs) so i don't mess around with that shit because i try to think about death as little as possible (laughs) what hey fair that's fine but i i see i would make the i'm about to have an existential crisis before i go to bed tonight oh my goodness Hey, it's not my fault. You want we're watching Criminal Minds. People die all the time on this show. We were just the other day. What was it yesterday or the day before? We were watching Criminal Minds, and I said like another episode. And so we, because usually here's what happens on a usual night, we watch maybe two or three episodes of a show, forty five minute show, and then we're into the bed by like eight thirty, and like. I'll watch TV for a little bit more in there and Cassie dicks around on her phone. Mm-hmm. But I was like letting them roll and like we were just staying up. Like it was like nine o'clock when I said another one. And Cassie goes, can you believe? I, first of all, I just have to break in here and just say like based on the way you're telling this story, I thought that you were going to be like, we were letting them roll. And the next thing I knew it was like 1130. <laughs> and like, no. And then I knew it was 9 p.m. <laughs> and I said, another one? Like, first of all, what else is also is funny is that, like, Stephen and I have these exact same conversations. Because it's exactly it. You've got those 45-minute episodes. You start watching them. Like, if you sit down after dinner around, like, 7.30, you start watching a couple. And then, yeah, you get to the point where you're like, okay, one more. But Stephen usually asks me one more like around like 10 or 10 30 oh and, no. and then i'm usually depending on how tired i am i say yes or no like last night we put one on we put a, a last episode on at like 10 30 and then oh. i was like i'm done i gotta go to bed so anyway well, sorry <laughs> i don't even remember what we were talking about before sorry you oh. were in bed oh. and you said one more no, it was we 9 p.m in okay we were on the couch right right our one comfy TV watching spot versus the other comfy TV watching well, spot. Yeah. Our apartment is really just two different comfy TV watching spots. Hey. Um, well, Cassie goes, can you believe you're watching Criminal Minds right before you go to bed? Like before we used to have to watch it during the day. Yeah. And then she's like, did you even watch 
this <laughs> like before I met you. Like she had to force me to watch Criminal Minds at first. Yeah. Because I really didn't. I couldn't do horror. I couldn't do crime dramas that much. I didn't do true crime. Like that really wasn't my style until we started watching Criminal Minds. And now I think. she's in deep. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all of the Night Stalker in one sitting yes. the other day. During the daytime. But yes. Mostly, yeah. Finished it like right around the sunset. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. That's a good journey though. You're gro- <laughs> you're growing up and you're allowed you can watch scary yeah. things before you go to bed. Yeah. It scares I mean, me less. I don't know. I get it. Like we have a similar routine, which is like, yeah, we watch TV downstairs till whatever time and then we come upstairs and get in bed and turn the tv on in here and watch a little bit more tv but when we once we come in here so it's like i can watch criminal minds until 10 30 11 o'clock at night whatever but once we come in here and like lay down like yes it's gonna be parks and rec friends like whatever little Mm -hmm. 30 minute comedy is like on tv or whatever like it's definitely a lighter a lighter uh topic yeah uh, once we kind of like go to bed so i get that but yeah, we have like our living room shows and our bedroom shows. Yes. But I will say, so Cassie, like I said last week, Cassie's back doing her online school. So she's doing school most of the time that she's home. Mm-hmm. So me and the TV kind of have a one-on-one relationship right now. Like Cassie is barely ever actually watching TV. <laughs> she said to me the other day, she said, I think I just don't like watching TV. What? And I thought, Did I marry a psychopath? <laughs> She's popping her head out. <laughs> she was in the bedroom and she just popped her head out. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I included that little anecdote, but that's my well, TV you're, watching it's just that you, these days. Well, you're able, you have a much, you have much more freedom of what you're mm-hmm. watching. I do. It's just you. I do. It's a totally different thing when you're watching with somebody else because you have to navigate A, their likes and dislikes, but also their mood. So it's like, mm-hmm. there are times... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm like, yeah, like I really would like to sit down and watch some Criminal Minds, but Steven's like, eh, like I want something like a little dumber, like early. We yeah. tend we tend to like the yardstick that we use of like wh- how we decide what we're gonna watch is usually like, is it something stupid that I can look away from and just kind of like play on my phone and I won't really mm-hmm. care, mm-hmm. or is it something on the fully on the other end of the spectrum, which is like I have to pay attention to the whole thing. And yes. so it's like you have we usually have like th- two or three different types of th- shows that we're watching at any given time and they all mm-hmm, fall mm-hmm. on different parts of the spectrum. So yes. I'll say my chart is more like the the um the four quadrants kind of chart uh, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. there's the like the like be on your phone, don't need to pay attention, you can walk away and yes. and then the like uninterrupted full attention pause it if someone even coughs in the room (laughs) yes and then the other axis is serious to hilarious right yes and so all all shows fall somewhere in that right chart they're a little dot somewhere in the chart yeah Yeah, i think yeah so but what like so to your point when it's just you it's just your axis that you're having to figure out. You know what I mean? But exactly. when you add a different, a second person into it, you're also at the mercy of theirs. So like, yeah, sometimes you're not going to be on the same. So then you then you have to play the game of like, all right, who's going to give in? 
and watch something that they don't really want to watch. Or do we both, do we just like scroll through and try to find something new? Right. And then you end up in the like two hours later, you still haven't picked something and you're right. in the whole, a mood for a whole different quadrant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily right now, I'm pretty much commander of the ship. You are. put on whatever I want until sometimes Cassie will say, like something is too dumb or too annoying and she can't even be around it when she's not watching it i get it um i've been watching the cartoon disenchantment on netflix recently Uh, mm -hmm. i tried it when it first came out because i really like abby jacobson and she voices the main character but it was too dumb it's the creator of the simpsons so it's like Mm -hmm. a little bit of like a dumb cartoon it's not quite family guy or the simpsons like it's still kind of funny yeah uh but it's mostly like a man show i'll say (laughs) yes my Um, husband is a purveyor is he is a consumer of dumb cartoons yeah but i stuck with it it's had its moments but at this point in quarantine i've watched so many cartoons yeah uh, I'm into the like grown you're scraping, up cartoon. You're scraping phase. the bottom of the barrel there a little bit. Yeah, and the yeah. new season just came out of that show, so I was like, oh, I'll come back to this. Yeah, I noticed. I noticed it was at the top of the Netflix thing, so yeah. I figured it must have gotten a new season. Um, to go back to our ghost thing, I I'm not okay. gonna, I'm not going to bring it back. I know you're trying to get. We have to get ready for bed soon, <laughs> so I'm not going to like really get into it. I just wanted to say I think that we should put a post up. On the Instagram to see what the listeners think. Are you a believer? Or are you a non-believer? Non-believer of the ghosts or the meat? You could be well, like ghosts, mediums, spooky shit. Believer, the or non-believer. I would love to know. I think I've referenced it on this podcast, but that TED Talk I watched once, where she was like, "I'm not saying nine out of ten times science can disprove the paranormal. I'm saying ten out of ten times it mm-hmm. can." So, yeah, you know, that's where I fall. Okay. That's fine. We've had this conversation before. I don't want to be that bitch, but like, here I am. We've had that conversation before. I believe what I believe and you believe what you believe and it's okay for us to disagree. In this scenario, we can agree to disagree. Okay. Good to know. (laughs) Um, Would you like to switch gears? Yes. I think I'm first. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I have a couple of different types of fun facts for us today. The first one is what I would refer to perhaps as a literary fun fact. Oh. Um, Which I kind of threw in there a little bit just for you, because I feel like you you. appreciate a literary fun fact. So you may or may not have noticed, because we were talking through it, um, the uh, opening quote was an Edgar Allan Poe quote. Yes. And there are two characters in this episode that are likely references to Poe and to a specific Poe work. You have Usher. a character. You have Usher. So you have Stanley yes, Usher. That did stick out to me. You have Stanley Usher. And then you have Roderick Gless, which could be a reference to the character Roderick Usher from The Fall of the House of Usher by mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've never read that Poe, that piece of Poe. I don't know if you have. didn't. I have. Oh, Poe, you didn't. So I have no reference point, but I put that in there because I I thought you would appreciate it. Because I know you kind of like Poe. You're a little bit I do like Poe. Yeah. I do. And I feel like that could We visited his grave in Baltimore. 
Oh, right. I don't really like to visit cemeteries, but we did visit that one. <laughs> nice. I'm, I bird scootered all the way down to that oh cemetery. Um, but yeah, I, the fun, like the, in, I, it came up a couple of times in doing my kind of research for the fun fact. And it always says like, oh, it might be a reference. I feel like there's no way it's not a reference to Poe. Like yeah. that's a little too on the Usher nose. Usher as a last, like literally seeing that last name pop up, I thought, oh, the fall of the House of Usher. And I almost made a comment about Does it. Does the fall of the House of Usher have to do with dead people? I mean, I guess all Poe stuff has to do with dead people. <laughs> I don't really remember. Because the last time I read it in its entirety was high school. And yeah. I started to read it like, two years ago when I thought I was going to start a podcast about Edgar Allan Poe. I um, didn't know that that was <laughs> ever on the horizon. I feel like I've told you about this podcast idea and Poe was going to be my like entry point. It's a podcast that like tells true. It's in the style of a true crime storytelling podcast a la Serial. Yeah. But it does fiction crime like classic fiction stories about like crimes and like weird shit like the fall of the house of usher so it's a murder mystery kind of yeah okay and i was like i gotta pick something in the public domain sure so i was like poe's been dead for a while let's go there (laughs) let's go there (laughs) so Um, i started reading it and okay. then never finished. It's not even, it's a short story. It's not yeah. long. I don't I know like, why I didn't finish I like, it. I don't feel like anything Poe wrote I feel long. like the siblings, like the one sibling, like the parents are dead and their house is literally crumbling. Uh-huh. It's got a lot of um, pathetic fallacy. That's what they used to teach us about pathetic fallacy uh, in high school. Okay. Do you remember okay. what that is? Fuck no. <laughs> like... No. Pathetic fallacy. Let me mansplain it. English major <laughs> in the house. Ha-ha. Yeah. Pathetic fallacy is when the storyteller has the weather mimic, like, the story. So, like, in the fall of the House of, Us- house of Usher, it's rainy, but it's sad. It's like when, like, someone's like this, sad Like, this rain. episode was really rainy. Right. Exactly. That's pathetic fallacy. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so anyway, so there's your one half of your of your fun fact. The other half of the fun fact is that um, we also have a couple more. We love a good connection between a guest actor, guest actor, and one of our series regulars. We have two connections in this episode. The first is Mercedes McNabb, who plays Brooke, our victim. Uh, she appeared on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is also where Ooh. Nicholas Brendan, who plays Kevin Lynch, got his start and starred on for a very long time in the 90s and early 2000s. And then the other connection is our boy Stanley Usher, the psychic, the guy who plays him. His name is Vondi Curtis Hall. Uh, he was on Chicago Hope with Thomas Gibson. Ooh, another Chicago Hope another reference. Another Chicago Hope reference. I feel like reference. we just get them all the time they're all at least two per season they all we are and then oh and then the other thing that i reckon recognize uh mercedes mcnab from if you've ever watched uh the adams family movies like Mm -hmm. adams family values or like whatever i love them she's the like little stuck-up blonde girl who like hates like is the antagonist to the kids (gasps) do you recognize her yes yes Uh, at like the summer camp that they go yes. to. Yes. Yeah. I can t- see her standing next to yep. Wednesday on like yep. the dock. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So there you that go. That is fun. <laughs> that is fun. Uh, so there you go. There are your fun facts. Um, I'm looking forward to your recommendation. 
because I know you were thinking hard about it earlier today. I was. And I realized, so I don't, like, I feel bad when I just do a music recommendation because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Snacks are fun. Music is less fun. Well. I don't know. Not everybody, you're not, you and I are equal in our enthusiasm for snacks. Yes. But, like, as music connoisseurs, mm-hmm. I feel different. like I'm not a, I'm not a music nerd is what you're trying to say. But also but we like, have slightly different tastes in music. I think tastes. music is a highly personalized right. taste set. Like people Especially can have very different. Especially at this point in time where you have access to all music ever yeah. made yeah. in your hands. Yeah. That's all it is. Like I mean, the grocery still... store curates a highly specific selection of snacks, but <laughs> Apple Music is literally everything. Well, yeah, but you can still recommend music if that's what you're yeah, feeling. I still want to. Okay. Um. So another goal I have for 2021 is to really pay attention to like the good new music that comes out. Mm. So like in high school, I was like, like, I was in the friend group, like, everybody made mix CDs for each other and, like, was, like, telling each other about bands and I went to, like, shows and shit. Like, I was that kid, like, <laughs> smushed in the front of a crowd. Yeah. Uh, the horror. I could never do that now. The horror. <laughs> like, what a nightmare for so many reasons. Um, And then I'd say over, like, the last few years, I just, like, I don't want to blame it on Cassie. <gasps> <laughs> but something about going from driving by yourself all the time to driving with a partner yeah. like television you have that consideration of what do i put on sure that she enjoys and i also enjoy yeah and cassie has this thing with music where she prefers if it's a song she can sing along to oh. um that means never new music right because she's not gonna know the words so I had a real drought on discovering new music. Yeah. But for 2021, I'm committing myself to re-entering and trying to be a cool music listener again. <laughs> okay. Try to earn back that credit I had when I was 17. How's, how's it going? Well, I think it's going okay. We'll see what the kids say about this suggestion. <laughs> what the youths say. <laughs> the youths. I mean, I'm not trying to appeal to the youths. I'm not kidding anybody over here. I don't know. <laughs> when I put on, sometimes I'll go on to Apple Music and just put on like the top 100 in yeah. the US and I'll just be like, what the fuck is this shit? Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing worse than when you like turn on like a music award show and you're like, who are all of these people that are being nominated for yeah. these things? I've never heard of them in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I used to go, I went from, like, watching those with my mom, and my mom would be like, what's a Nicki Minaj? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, I know Nicki Minaj. And now, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is a mom. <laughs> She's old. Yeah. The kids don't fucks with Nicki Minaj. No, they don't. Um. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> My recommendation is an album that just came out last Friday. Yeah. Um, it is by British artist Arlo Parks. Okay. The title of the album is Collapsed in Sunbeams. Um, it is poppy. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't really know how else to describe it. It's okay. Sort of like, it mingles in genres. It's a little... 
it's singer-songwritery, but not like it's got the electronics of pop okay, and like okay. that beautiful full sound. She says she wants her music to sound like surround sound cinema because she's British cinema. Oh. Um, and she just has like a very beautiful voice. Okay. And like some of the songs are a little dancey. Also, she's bisexual, so some of the songs are about women. You know, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's just really good. I was looking forward to it for a while because I discovered her on some random playlist I put on. Yeah. And she had released like two. This is her first album. So she had released like two songs from it. And I was like, oh, my God, like here I am like ahead of the curve. Like usually if I find an album I'm, I like, it's like 2016 and I'm like, shit, like I'm really behind. But this one I was like, oh, my God, like this album hasn't come out yet. Like yeah. here I am. This Here, is exactly the dream. You're right on the cusp, right at the I'm beginning. Right on the cusp. So, yeah. watch out this year. I feel like I'm going to try to do like an end of year list of like my top five favorite new albums of 2021. Nice. So look out for this album. It may make the list. Okay. So far, it's my number one, but it's also <laughs> well, the only one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, easy so to that's be. My, it's my easy rec. to be number one when you have no competition. No competition. There is supposedly a Lady Gaga Tony Bennett album coming later. <gasps> Did you hear that Tony Bennett has Alzheimer's? Yes. Did you read like the article about no, their experience of I recording? Didn't. It's sad. Oh. It's so sad. I just know they have a really lovely friendship. They so. do. And like the whole time, like she was like apparently like trying to be the best that she could be for someone with Alzheimer's. Like yeah. she like learned how to like speak in like simple ways for him and yeah. everything. And like he still like wouldn't really know what was going on. Oh, that's so sad. It was really sad. That's really sad. So, um, but also I also read that like his family is like trying to really promote this record because it's probably his last one so yeah that's sad i'm excited for that their first album is really lovely she's i love lady gaga guys the did oreos you get your, are coming did you, to my i was gonna say did you get your oreos yet <laughs> they come tomorrow okay. so watch out next week that'll be my hot rack yeah i'm um, sure spoiler alert spoiler alert so um that's life from me well thank you um thank you for your recommendation as always um, I, I don't think you'd like it personally, Kelsey, so don't listen. I also think that you don't know what kind of music I like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you make a lot of assumptions I do, about the type of music I like, and I don't think you actually know. I'm. Do you want me to just like read you and see yeah, if I can Yeah, tell guess? me. Tell me. Okay. You love this to is like to you a- guys. It's like a psychic reading, but she's like reading my <laughs> I'm profiling taste. Okay, you don't mind listening to current country. You might pick it periodically, but you don't mind it. Mm-hmm. You most often favor a throwback playlist from the early two thousands. Um. And, like, maybe when you're working out, you're going to put on some Megan the Stallion. <laughs> so random. Um, How'd I do? You're not wrong, but you're not fully right. Like, I... Well, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Paint but you're, a fuller picture you're, for me. You're, um, you're going down the right road a little bit. So, I... I don't mind country music. I went through a phase in college where, like, country music was, like, a big part of what I listened to. Ugh. Like, like 
like current. Did you like, go to an arena an arena concert? Uh, yes, I have Did been arena concert. <laughs> when I was in college, I My went to band, I went know. to a Taylor Swift Fearless concert, and um, it was okay. pretty exciting. Mm, yeah. um, Swifty, you're a Swifty. Yes, I I will fully claim that I love Taylor Swift. Uh, but I and so you I do might like have owned one single Glee cast album. No, no, no. Um, I did. I, <laughs> um, so country, sure. I have fallen away from country, though, like in probably the last, like, I don't know, like five, six years. I have a real strong place in my heart for pop music, though. And it yeah. comes from, like you said, early 2000s, but but even before Lady that. discography, guys. Who is I'm, she? but I, that's, but like. I understand that Lady Gaga is end all be all for you for pop, but I just per and I like Lady Gaga fine. I just like I don't. It's I'm just not a. I don't. She's not someone that I listen to everything that she puts out. Like okay, it's who's just your whatever. diva? Who's my? No, that's a really hard question. I don't know off the top of my head. I have to think about Rihanna. it a little bit more. She's very high up there. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but yeah. So and I mean like I. But I also. I I don't know. Like, I'm not one of those people that will be like, oh, my God, I would never listen to that because that's not what I listen to. Like, I'm open to whatever. I love to put mm-hmm. on Spotify just like, like you said, like a top 100, like whatever, and just kind of check out what's out there these days. And if it's a bop, it's a bop to me. I'm a little bit like Tom Haverford. I only listen to bops. <laughs> Is it a bop? Is, Is it, it a banger? A Is it a banger? That's, that's all I care <laughs> Is there about. an acoustic guitar? Not a banger. <laughs> not a banger. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, like, I don't know. You're not totally wrong, but I think you're not giving me quite as much credit as I feel like I deserve. I didn't realize how current you were, I think. So tell me, do you make your own playlists at times or do you just leave it up to the to the bots? Um, I kind of just leave it up to the bots. I don't I've never okay. made a Spotify pl- playlist. I tend to just kind. Mm-hmm. I like when Spotify will just be like, oh, here's your like thing for today. Like, check it out. Um, I really here's the other thing too. I only ever really listen to Spotify when I am working out, which in that in a case where I'm working out, I need bops because I need to like mm-hmm. you know whatever body yadi 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 yadi. Right. So my Spotify bot, I think, is probably a little skewed toward that kind of area of music. But I also mm-hmm. really, I mean, like, don't even get me wrong. I like very much appreciate like an Adele. Like, I mean, like mm-hmm. a strong, yeah, like, okay. like a strong fucking ballad, like gets you me love and I can 25. love. But I think like, here's another thing. I, t- I tend to gravitate towards like female artists. Like yes. I don't, I don't really, yeah. I don't. I just I can name on one hand the men I like to hear sing. Yeah, like I don't like yeah Prince Charlie Puth. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I can get on board with a Sam Smith a little bit, but I nope sick of him. So anyway, so you know who I really don't like? What their voice? Who? The Weekend. Oh, see, I don't mind The Weeknd, but I don't love it. Steven loves The Weeknd. I don't. Ew. I'm not a big fan. Tell I'm a me, fine does fan. does Steven love Post Malone? <laughs> no, not really. Like, okay. I don't, like. <laughs> I don't know why I pegged Steven for a Post Malone boy. <laughs> you want to know who Steven absolutely, there's two artists that Steven absolutely loves. Machine Gun if- Kelly. No, no, no. You're going the wrong direction. Mm. If 
Toby he, Keith. No, stop. There are <laughs> two, the other are, way. two artists that he loves that if they come on, he will st- like stop what he is doing and just like jam out. No. One of them is Rihanna. And one of them is fucking Selena Gomez. He fucking oh, loves You know what? Selena I'm with Gomez. him on that one. She can do it. I agree. She's a big one for me. Good well. for you. Usually. Oh, talk yes. about a sexy time song. Yes. <laughs> Not to be too graphic. <laughs> Usually, like, if we're just, like, bopping around the house, so, like, we've been doing a lot of house projects and, like, yeah. painting or whatever. Usually what we listen to, to what we put on, uh, Stephen has Pandora because he's like from 20 years ago. In I don't the know. Stone Age. I don't know yeah. why the fuck he's still fucking you know with what? Pandora. My mom still listens to Pandora. But we usually do Taylor Swift radio or Selena Gomez radio. That's usually the two that we listen to if we're just huh. like, because Taylor Swift radio at this point is a really nice mix of like current pop and then like a little, like, like a little older, like kind of. 2010s pop also but you get you get some rihanna in there you get some selena gomez in there mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. some ed sheeran mixed in with that oh you love it i do love Ed sheeran he's probably <laughs> one of the only men that i actually truly love to listen to but yeah so there you go i, I hope don't that hate that... his voice i just really don't like his songs that's fine <laughs> you don't have to make excuses I about I mean, it i like some of them Anyway, so hopefully Are that you, gives you... I have another... One more question. <laughs> is this in a music podcast? Just About your music listening tastes. Yeah. Because, guys, you're listening to Friendship Happen in real time. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is like the one frontier we've never crossed. <laughs> I don't know why... Like, music was such an integral part of, like, my friendships in high school. Like, I had a friend that we would, like, on a weekend night, we would just get in my car and, like, she would make a playlist pop it in the cd player yeah and we would just drive around and listen to it yeah i was that kid that's like, nice p- perks of being a wallflower come to life <laughs> um did you ever read that no but i've seen the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> you know exactly who, the kind of person i was yes um <laughs> you could read me for filth right now and be actually spot on um do you when you find someone you like mm-hmm do you fully listen to all the discography or listen to a whole CD or are you just like a hits queen? Um, I tend to be a little bit of a hits queen, but if I really find somebody I like, then I will go ahead and okay. buy the album. And you I like I, a deep cut. Yeah. Like then I'll also usually start with whatever the most recent album is and then kind of work my, work my way backwards. Okay. But I'll be I'm honest too. Like goal. I don't, I don't buy music a lot because I don't, oh. I don't listen to music a ton, especially mm-hmm. now that I'm on podcasts like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I podcasts are typically what I listen to when I'm working out or when I'm just kind of like hanging just like or when I'm like if I go for a walk like that kind of thing so I don't typically buy a ton of music so if I'm gonna buy it it's it's a big I could be I feel like it's a big stamp of approval on my part that I'm gonna mm-hmm, sit there mm-hmm. that being said when Taylor Swift drops an album, I absolutely buy it every time. I don't even ask. I don't so you even have ask folklore questions. and the other. I actually one. don't have ever, ever after. I don't. I don't have evermore, but I do have. Fol- I do have folklore. I just haven't gotten around to actually like buying evermore, but it will happen. Mm-hmm. So Cassie has a vinyl of a Taylor Swift album. Nice. She was a big Swifty before I came into her life. I didn't make her stop. I don't. I have neutral feelings about Taylor Swift. Yeah. I didn't make her stop. She just naturally didn't. I don't well, mind that's it. that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. 
<laughs> now, I did also want to bring up in this episode, and I feel like we've wasted our time already. Yeah. But I finally watched The Night Stalker, guys. Yeah. So, actually, I was thinking about that when you mentioned something about watching it all in one sitting. I almost feel like we have to, if we're going to talk about it, we got to talk about it on its own thing. I don't even know, like, oh, because... Okay. I like we're at, said let's make bonus we're at the now. we're at the 130 mark I feel like we can't get into we are. it I feel like I we hate can. podcasts that go past the two hour yeah mark, we so. I don't feel like we can get into it so I mean I'm down to record a like a little kind of mini bonus episode almost and we can okay. talk about it if you want to if you feel like there's enough you have enough to say and discuss I mean yeah it could be Guys, you're also witnessing podcast creation in real time now. <laughs> Not witnessing. Listen, I guess it's you could witnessing. witness with any sense. Yeah. Can you witness you're witnessing something with in your real taste? Time. <laughs> smell? Smell? Ferret smell? We were yes. talking about ferrets earlier. Oh, and how they smell. <laughs> their anal glands. <sighs> anyway. All right. I'm putting an end to this. Okay. Oh, we do have one more corner we have to visit on this It's episode. Review Corner! Yes. I always read the reviews. Do you ever want to read them? Uh, no, you can read them. You always have them okay. handy. That's so it's just easier if you do it. Yeah, and you do such a good job. You know. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, we it. got a new review last Wednesday. We did from user Live Love fourteen. The title is binge buddies Woo! that's a classic you remember when you were binge buddies <laughs> you still kind of are binge buddies but yes decided to go on a criminal minds binge during quarantine and this podcast is the perfect companion so entertaining and hosts are a jot which i'm gonna guess is joy love y'all the fun facts and the recommendations thank you, thank you. i'll be honest i thought that the jot might have been hoot <laughs> <laughs> Joy, joy makes more sense from a typo standpoint. But I thought. I can't believe you thought it was who. What? There's all. Well, because I also read it and I didn't pick up on the typo at first. But then when I read it a second time, I was like, oh, I wonder what they meant. And then I was like, jot. And I like, joy didn't, joy didn't even come into my awareness. Well, now that I'm looking at the keyboard, see? the J and the H are right next They're to right each there. other. That's why I thought, because I looked and I thought, what's around the J's? Like, what would that pop? And I but also the Y and the T are next to yes. each other. I think that you are correct. I think that it's probably joy. <laughs> but in my mind, I, was, I read it as the hosts are a hoot. That's where I went with. <laughs> In one either way, swoop. either way, lovely compliment. Thank you. Thank you. We much. loved it. Um, as always, the guarantee is out there that I'm going to read your review if you leave it, and yep. it's going to be me, not Kelsey. She doesn't want to do this apparently. <laughs> well, maybe I will next time. <laughs> um, yeah, we're all caught up on reading them all, right? They've really I been flying so. in. We got a new we're rating, too- but we didn't get a new we review. Did. We're two away from 20, so if you haven't left a review, if you're lucky number 20, um, nothing's going to happen. I don't know. <laughs> You'll get- we're not going to send you a prize. <laughs> we're not there yet, guys. No, we're not. We don't, uh, have, we don't have merch. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Maybe someday. If you guys get us big enough, we'll get merch. If you guys get, it big, get us big enough, we will make a t-shirt that says one foul when swoop we- on it. <laughs> 
when we get to 50 reviews, we'll make merch. <laughs> oh, boy. You heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first. So you have 32 reviews to get in, guys. Okay. I know that there are at least 32 of you out there who haven't reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. That's so true. That is definitely get true. Get on it. Get on it. Uh, but, yes, thank you for the lovely review. We very much appreciate it, uh, yes. as always. And we will continue to do this for as long as it's a thing, I guess. We'll just keep reading the reviews. Why not? Um, yeah. So, anyway, this is the part where we tell you about social media. You guys know the drill. We're on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast, um, which that's another place that we've been getting a little love lately, getting a couple new mm-hmm. followers on Instagram these days, which is awesome. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub Pod. Um, and yeah, you can rate, review, subscribe. You can subscribe on Spotify. We, I got to give the love to Spotify because I know that we have a lot of fans over there. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to keep doing that enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's, uh, did we get everything in there? I think so. Okay. We'll discuss off air what we're going to do about the Night Stalker. Maybe we just throw it into next week's episode. Maybe it's a separate thing. Stay tuned. It'll be a little surprise for you. Um, But yeah, we'll be back next week with a whole new episode of The Unknown Subject. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't even do that one on purpose. Mm -hmm. I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, so anyway, as they say, when they catch the unsub, it's it's over. over.